We are going to talk about vacancy in the form of vacancy tax for the city of London. Joining us right now is Ward 2 Councillor Sean Lewis. Councillor Lewis, how's your day going? It's going pretty good, Mike. How about yours? I can't complain right now. The sun is shining and, uh, you know, Groundhog Day is a couple days away. It's one of my favorite days of the year. You know, you really had me excited, by the way. I thought here we, you'd actually had me call in to tell me that you were taking me on a vacation somewhere. When you when you started out with that VAC, what else starts with VAC? But uh, uh, happy to join you to talk about the vacant uh, home tax uh, discussion that we're having at City Hall, too. Well, I would be happy if the two of us arranged a vacation of some sort, maybe a beach, maybe something involving the words all-inclusive sometime in the future. Uh, that's I'm, I'm up for anything like that. A lot of people are a little hesitant to travel right now, understandable, but uh, we'll get those letters back. The VAC and vacation, we'll get those back. In the meantime, yeah, let's talk about vacancy home taxes and the discussion that you had today. So let's lay this out. Where does this come from? Well, it's something that uh, was started in the city of Vancouver um, and, and an idea that came forward because of uh, all the property speculation, um, the the uh, being homes being bought up by foreign companies, foreign ownership, but also by people who lived in other communities, who had other homes, who were just buying up the property to, to sit and wait to turn it around as the, the market went up. And I mean, it's no surprise to Londoners, the, the, house of, the price of homes in the city has gone through the roof in the last couple of years. So you, you buy a home at uh, you know, $500,000 last year, you're, you're selling it for 700000 this year. Um, meanwhile, you, you weren't living in it. You were maybe living in Toronto or Ottawa or Montreal or wherever, but you bought this home in London to, to turn around and flip it. Um, or, you know, in some cases, there, there's uh, a number of homes that are sitting vacant, uh, and we've, we've all probably heard the term demolition by neglect. Um, owners have simply walked away from them for one reason or another, and they're falling apart, and that costs us because we have to send the fire department out and, uh, to inspect and, and do all of those safety measure things. Um, so we've got a, a lot of vacant properties in London, um, both residential and commercial. Um, and, and after Vancouver did this, Toronto asked the province of Ontario for uh, the power to do the same. And the province said, actually, we will let any Ontario municipality do this if they, they think there's a benefit to it. Uh, so we've started the discussion about, does this make sense for London? Do we need to add a, a, a 1% or a 1.5% premium uh, on property taxes of properties that are just being let sit vacant while thousands of Londoners are on wait lists uh, for housing? So, you know, in a way what we're hearing is is there's kind of two streams there would be the hey don't limit the supply which drives up the price and at the same time don't have something that you're just allowing fall into disrepair exactly there's there's two different problems that are potentially you know we're not going to solve either one just with a, a vacancy tax but maybe we can start chipping away at some of the, them if both of those problems maybe we can start chipping away at it if we implemented something War two councillor Sean Lewis joining us. So there was a staff report that was done by staff. It came back and it it didn't seem to be overly positive when it came to vacancy tax. Well, you know, and, and we had a, a an hour long debate on this today uh, at corporate services committee, uh, um, and a lot of the questions that were asked of staff 
were were genuinely uh, answered in good faith by them, and that they didn't have all the information. Um, the, that a lot of this stuff was really kind of beyond the scope of their expertise to um, get the detailed information from. Uh, we've also got changing numbers, right? And and our bylaw enforcement officer said, yeah, we've today we have 61 vacant properties on our vacant property registry, but those are only the properties that people complain about because they're falling into disrepair and causing neighborhood issues. Um, the one where uh, somebody calls in and says, listen, um, there's junk mail sticking out of my neighbor's mailbox and on the front lawn and everything else because nobody's living there. Um, those don't go on that vacant the, uh, registry list. So we only know what the tip of the iceberg is. Um, and, and staff had to say, we're not sure whether this really works for us or not. Um, ultimately, uh, the committee's direction was, listen, we're going to move ahead with something that was in the staff report, which said, if council wanted to pursue this at some point, um, we should recruit a, an outside consultant who has the expertise to dive into this more deeply, uh, who can do some public engagement, who can look more carefully at the local real estate market, who can uh, do some uh, benefit analysis and come back and tell us uh, things like what should our, our tax rate be so that we break even. Because one of the things we don't want to do is spend money on staff resources and time and, and paperwork uh, to end up having no benefit, right? We want, to, we want it to be cost neutral, and we want it to have a benefit in terms of returning enough properties back into the market to make it worthwhile to do. So uh, they said, we, we really recommend you get somebody with more expertise to do a deep dive into this, if that's council's wish. Uh, so committee ultimately did say, yes, let's do that. Let's go ahead. Um, but we did... Uh, go a step farther and I'm actually really happy that committee landed where they did today because we actually said let's not just ask them to look at the vacant home tax let's ask them to look at a vacant properties strategy are there carrots as well as the stick right uh, I mean a, a tax is a stick um, but are there ways to incentivize are there other options that we could look at that other municipalities are using uh, that might incentivize people getting these properties back up to, to, you know, habitable standards and filled or back on the market rather than sitting on them while they are living in Montreal or Vancouver or Beijing or wherever the owner happens to be. So uh, that's the direction we ultimately suggested was let's bring in somebody with the expertise to dig up the information so that we can make an informed decision on this going forward and see if it's worthwhile for London to pursue. We're talking with War Two Councillor Sean Lewis. So ultimately, that will be the recommendation from the Corporate Services Committee. So where does this land next? So we will. This will, of course, go to Council on February the fifteenth uh, for a, a fuller debate uh, with the entire Council. Uh, and then, if that's the case, we would put out an RFP, uh, a request for proposals, um, for a consultant to bid on the contract uh, to do this work for on the city's behalf. And the design would be, again, to try and clean up some of the properties that are falling into disrepair because somebody owns them, nobody lives there, falling down, they may not even live in the city. And how much do you think it, it would address the idea of investing in a home, holding on to it, waiting for the market to rise, and then selling it again? Is that is that kind of a 1A, 1B, or is one maybe bigger than the other? Well, what I can tell you is... The Vancouver experience saw over the first two years that a vacant home tax was implemented, a 21% reduction 
in residential property vacancies. So it made a difference there. Um, and that was a mix of properties, right? That was properties being held for speculation, but it was also properties that were in disrepair where it was costing them more in property taxes than it was going to cost them to repair the place and get it rentable. So in both cases, properties came back on the market uh, that were some in column A and some in column B. Um, so the estimate from our staff is that there could be up to, and they use the numbers scaled down to London size, but they use the numbers from Vancouver. Uh, there could be, based on London size, as many as 780 vacant residential properties sitting out in the city right now. So if we can get even 10% of those back on the market, that's another 78 homes that people can buy and live in and call or, or rent and live in and call a home in London. And so the goal is to get as many of these as possible back into market circulation for people to call home. And, and we're a ways from getting to a decision point. We all agreed the, the one thing that we don't have is enough information on London's realities and Ontario's realities. But with the problem we have in housing today, we decided we couldn't just sit back and wait. Um, we couldn't just wait to see how Toronto's panned out or how Ottawa's panned out or how Hamilton's panned out. Because make no mistake, we're not the only municipality looking at this. Big big cities across the province are looking at doing this. Um, but we didn't want to wait on somebody else's experience. We wanted to get moving on this for Londoners today.